Good morning! Hope everybody's doing well on this wonderful and beautiful Friday morning. It's a bit chilly outside, so be sure and grab your coat and your hat, your gloves and your Uggs, and hopefully you'll be nice and toasty and warm. Might even want to start your car a little bit early. It's not absolutely frigidly cold, but it is a bit chilly when I was letting my little dog out to do his morning constitutional. <laughs> Yeah, noticed it was uh, hair cold, and uh, I was saying to him, please hurry, I want to go back inside. And uh, in like fashion, he just sniffs around and has to find the right spot in order for him to do his business. So uh, so you might want to grab you a little light jacket and uh, be prepared for the cool weather. Boy, so it's next week, uh, even possibly down in the 20s, in the high during the day in the 50s. I don't like that, people. I don't like it. I want warmth. I want heat. I want sun. <laughs> so, you cold-loving ninnies, get away from me. <laughs> All right. Who we got watching this morning? Karen Smith, Amy Oaks-Turner, Darlene Barker, Carolyn Kelly. Appreciate you all for tuning in. And, uh, oh, Kelly Jeanette Swift, Mike Kinsley, I see more here. And uh, so appreciate you all for tuning in and joining me for this morning's devotion. So uh, appreciate you guys. And, Mike, I appreciate you and Kim coming out to see my wife yesterday. And I know it really tickled her. It meant a lot to her, so thank you for that. All right, my friends, at this time, let's do our Pledge of Allegiance. Attention, salute, pledge. Here we go, friends. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All righty, praise the Lord for those wonderful pledges we get to say each and every morning. And uh, good morning to you, Caroline Kelly. And uh, praise the Lord that uh, we do live in a wonderful and free country, even though we have a lying dog for a president. <laughs> it, uh, it just amazes me that um, uh, he could, yesterday showed him uh, trying to spin the fact that we're in a recession and try to say that we're better than we have been in years. That's, he's the biggest liar. Of course, anybody know what he's even saying. He's out there. But, uh, you know, it's like, don't believe what the gas pumps, your grocery bills, heating costs. Don't believe that. Just believe what I'm telling you. <laughs> it's insanity, people. Absolute insanity. But one thing that I did like, though, was that uh, AOC got called down in a town hall meeting. Uh, they really uh, uh, told her like it was. So that, that was a highlight there. I enjoyed that. But uh, it is... Uh, Crazy guys and gals, it really is one of them. First nuclear war, and uh, they act like it. Uh, everything we're, we're living in paradise. So it's just uh, the lies of the liberal left. That's all they know. Lying is like breathing. All right. So let's look at our morning uh, our, uh, verse of discussion, rather. Ephesians chapter four, verses twenty-six through twenty-seven. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Emphasis on verse 27, giving no opportunity to the devil. 
In other words, don't allow the old devil to gain a foothold in your life. And you have to be very careful. And now you may be asking yourself, Matthew, what is a foothold? And uh, be, you know, I'm sure you all seen a lot of old movies and TV shows where uh, uh, the uh, uh, vacuum cleaner salesman, <laughs> you think, what a vacuum cleaner was, well, my way play. vacuum cleaner salesman going uh, from door to door, and uh, he's, he's trying to sell it, and a little old lady tries to shut the door, but he puts his foot in the door, by the time she starts to shut it, and he says, but wait, wait, i got to tell you one more thing, that's a foothold, he put his foot in there, she went able to shut the door, well, see, that's what happens with us, with the old devil, it's not if we allow it, he can gain a foothold into our minds. Because remember, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but we wrestle with the spiritual. And, and so we have to be very careful what we allow into our hearts and minds that can severely affect our relationship with Christ Jesus. You know, I believe that one area, uh, of course, among a plethora of areas that we have to battle with, but I think one area that has really hit a lot of Christians, they have allowed the devil to gain a foothold in regards to uh, their views on homosexuality. Now, you know, you may seem like I, I harp on that a lot, and maybe I do, but for good reason, because it is constantly and consistently being forced and pushed on us to be accepted when we know in our hearts that it is wrong. It is unnatural. And to accept that is we are not to accept sin. However, uh, the LGBTQ, ABCDFG, whatever they go by, they're all welcome to the church. Every one of them is welcome to the church. Every man, anybody's welcome to the church. But in the hopes that they will hear the truth of the gospel and they come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. And then Jesus can then make them a new creation and make, start making that change in their lives. But we are not to tolerate and accept that sin. See, I think people confuse love and uh, tolerating sin and, and, they, and it doesn't work that way. We don't tolerate and condone sin. But at the same time, we also have to be very careful, too, to allow, not allow bitterness and wrath and an unforgiving heart to infiltrate our hearts and minds as well. See, that's another area that we, that many of us have to fight and deal with. See, that, that's an area that I have to fight, to not be bitter, to not to be unforgiving, to not to be unloving. I have to really fight those things, because when somebody's hurt me, done me wrong, that I, I automatically just want to shut down and say, no more, I want nothing else to do with you ever again. And, uh, and so, I have to pray, Lord, help me have a loving heart. Help me have a kind spirit. Let me be loving, kind, and forgiving. And uh, that's what I want because that's what Christ showed me. Now, it doesn't mean I have to be their best friend. It doesn't mean I have to call them up. It doesn't mean I have to go to their house. You know, unless the Lord lays that on my heart to do so. And that has happened. There have been individuals that I feel have done me wrong that I wanted nothing more to do with. And then the Lord said, I want you to contact this person. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And the Lord just stayed on me and on me. I finally did. Broke bread with these individuals and was able to resolve some issues and you know, things have been restored. That's great, you know, if that can happen. But that can't always be the case because sometimes those individuals aren't reciprocal. Sometimes it's a family member that has done you wrong. It may be a family member who abused you. So obviously you don't want uh, to associate uh, back with that individual who may have physically, sexually, mentally, emotionally abused you, but you can pray for them. You can pray for the uh, that God will touch their hearts and minds. You can pray that you can have forgiveness in your heart for that individual and move on with your life. You know, and not allow because when you allow that bitterness, when you allow that hatred, when you allow that unforgiveness to infiltrate your heart and mind, to gain that foothold, they actually have power over you. And you don't want that. You want to be free of those things so that you can draw close 
closer to Jesus Christ. And that's why we have to be very careful not to allow the devil to gain that foothold. That's one reason why we see in God's Word to abstain from everything, the things that look evil, that appear evil, all appearances of evil. We're to abstain from that. You know, I know people get angry and mad when I talk or Dad talks about uh, against Halloween or this uh, my little expose on uh, Hocus Pocus. People don't like it. They don't want to hear it because they want to do what they want to do and they want to justify it in the way that they can. But see, we have to abstain from all appearances of evil. And if these things are clearly rooted in the ungodly evil works of darkness, we are not to have any association with that. But again, that is between you and God. And if that's something that you can live with, so be it. But all I can do is present the truth, and you do with that with what you will. But that's true with anything in life. And you know, you, I give you the truth about sinful lifestyles. And you can just be flippant about it and say, well, uh, I don't care what he says, I'm going to do what I want to anyway. And I've literally had people tell me that before. So I don't care what you say, I'm going to do what I want to. I say, hey, I ain't your daddy, man. You do whatever you want to do. You know, I just, you got to answer to God. You ain't answering to me. And uh, you got a problem with the Bible, not me. I'm just trying to tell you the truth about something. And, uh, and I've had them just walk out and do whatever they want to do. And, not as they don't see him again because they didn't want to hear the truth. But you know that doesn't change it uh, just because you don't like it. You know that's, that's the problem with the world today. Uh, they don't they they think the word of God is subjective and relative, and they don't like it. They eliminate it or try to remove it from God's word. Uh, try to women pastors try to eliminate the Pauline epistles. Uh, you know to, they can't justify the fact that it's unbiblical for them to be pastors. Uh, women can serve in the church. Women can teach within the church. But the man is to be the head of the church. He says God is the head and uh, it's representative of that and, uh, and so uh, you know you have these individuals that have problems with the Bible so they try to eliminate that. Hey, even Thomas Jefferson was a deist and took a pen knife and cut out the things that he did not agree with particularly in regards to the supernatural. So you have that but it doesn't change the truth. It is static whether you like it or not. And whether you and so even though you want to change something, doesn't make it uh, any different than what God's word says. But in regards to that foothold, again, we need to have that forgiveness towards other people. We need to think of what is right. Right. So when we think about what is right, we need to guard our hearts from us through Christ Jesus. So we can look at Philippians four eight. Uh, Finally, brothers, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's of any praise, think all these things. See, we need to focus. See, because we are in a spiritual battle, we have to focus on these things so that we, our minds are not tempted to wander to things that they shouldn't. You know, maybe you have a problem with uh, pornography, maybe you have a problem with your anger, maybe you have a problem with depression, maybe you have a problem with you know, whatever. But if you, instead of focusing on those things, living the lie of the devil, all right, then we focus on the good things that we see here in Philippians 4 8. See, that's how we're guarding our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. We need to desire what is pleasing unto God. You know, that's one thing that um, uh, our, our wrongful and ungodly desires has gives that foothold. Uh, in uh, in that battle. And we see in James 1.14, it says, Each man is tempted when he is drawn away by his own lust and enticed. So be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you're uh, desiring. You know, right now, the... Uh, hello, Jerry Keller. Right now, the... Uh, Powerball Mega Millions uh, is way up there. Nobody won it. So they said if you used to win that, you get a lump sum of over $400 million. Now, I ain't going to lie. I, I, when I heard that last night, I thought, boy, man, if I could win that, what I could do, I could, uh, you know, all of our bills would be 
covered. I don't have to worry about that anymore. House paid for. I can give uh, the church several million dollars, and uh, the church would be well taken care of. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Uh, I was thinking about uh, uh, vehicles that I could purchase, uh, uh, things like due to my motorcycle. You know, it's fun to imagine, you know, because the chances of winning that is about like that. All right, it's always some turkey up north who's already rich to begin with that wins it you know so it's like uh, you know so you know if you want to throw money away on to have that i mean i could care less and uh, uh who knows i might stop today and get one but that's considered gambling so i better not but uh, uh but anyway it doesn't hurt to imagine uh, something that, to that effect but if that's all you're focused on if that's all you're desiring if that's all you're wishing for be careful about that who knows, you might get your wish, like I was talking about the other day, the, uh, the, you see that, um, how the lottery ruined my life, and the devastation that followed after these people who, who won that. You may be desiring uh, an, uh, an individual in your life that really God doesn't want you to be with. It could be very destructive. You know, who knows what you may be desiring or wanting. That's why it's always said, be careful what you wish for, be careful what you pray for, because if you're not in, the, well, I should say pray for, because if you're sincerely praying for God's will, that's great, but if you're just uh, haphazardly, flippantly praying and not really seeking the Lord and doing what you really want to do, that's what I mean in, in regards to that. But uh, because I like, of course, Garth Brooks is a liberal jerk, but uh, he has had some good songs. And uh, you know, thank God for unanswered prayers. Thank God there's a lot of prayers he did not answer the way I wanted to. It could have been far more devastating. But uh, be careful what you wish for. You know, sometimes what you think what you want is not what you want. And just like I told you before, the story about me uh, wanting this job my friends had, talking about how great it was, how great it paid, and I'd applied and never got a phone call, and I'd call, and they said, oh, we haven't made a decision yet, and, one, and I didn't pray about it, I didn't seek the Lord, I wasn't living for the Lord then, and I put on a tie and dressed up, and I come to the door, and I said, I'm here for an interview, and she said, who did you speak with, I said, I can't remember her name, see, nobody called me, I just showed up. And she goes, oh, I bet it was so-and-so. Tell me back here. They wanted to interview me, and they hired me. And that was the worst, most horrible. I don't care if they'd have paid a million dollars an hour. That job stuck. I hated it. I could not wait to get out of there. The only place I ever worked at where they locked a gate where you couldn't leave. If I was in a, in a, a prison work camp, I couldn't. I thought, that's what I get for not waiting on the Lord. Friends, we have to be careful. See, culture, society as a whole uh, has a way of infiltrating our hearts and minds. We have to be very careful. We have to be very much on guard of that so that the devil does not gain a foothold. So that when we try to slam the door, that foot's not in there, blocking it from shutting closed. That's why we have to focus on things that are lovely and wonderful and pure. Focus on the things of Jesus Christ. You know, the world may have things that may sound appealing. may even sound biblical. Hey, remember, the Antichrist, uh, when, when he reveals himself, even the very elect will be deceived. So we have to be very, very careful not to allow these things to gain that foothold, allow it to uh, affect our Christian walk and views. We have to make sure we are staying straight on God's path. That's why I said before, there's no middle ground. All right, there, There's no room for lukewarmness. Either on fire for Christ or you're not. It's black and white. That is it. There is no in-between. So it is important and imperative that we follow closely 
and the things of Jesus Christ. We follow closely to what God's Word says. And even though a cultural society may tear you down, may call you judgmental, bigoted, hate-filled, taking away choices, whatever it may be, let them say it. But know that you are on the right path of doing what God wants you to do. We must speak the truth in love. We must show kindness. But we are not tolerant and accepting of sin. Don't allow the devil to gain that foothold. Stand true and strong for the things of Jesus Christ. Stand up for what God has called you to be. And as the man or the woman he's called you to be in Christ Jesus. We are warriors. We are in a war. And we are in an army. And it's time we start pushing back and fighting back. And we have to fight those temptations. Even though sometimes the temptation might hit so far. You know, it's one thing to be tempted. But when you give in to the temptation when it becomes sin. And sometimes it can happen that quick. You're like, oh. What did I even do? What did I say? What happened? You know, and like, oh, no, Lord, forgive me. I failed again. But, hey, as long as you recognize it and you try to do better to overcome it, then the better off you'll be. But we, the only way we can fight and be strong enough to overcome it is staying in the Word daily, staying on our knees and praying daily is the only way we can fight back to, to not allow those footholds to take place in our minds. Let us pray, my friends. And Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thanks so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to be strong in the Lord and the power of your mind. Help us not to allow the devil to take a foothold in our mind. Help us to fight back against those temptations. Help us to fight back against those things that may whisper in our ears, okay, but we know in our hearts and minds, we know that God's word says is wrong. Help us to be strong, Lord Jesus. Help us to be fruitful. Have us, Lord Jesus, to be on fire for you. Lord, if anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, please be with all my brothers and sisters of Christ who are watching this morning. Watch over protect them with our kids and spouses who are going to work, school, or play. And watch over keep them safe and well. Lord, be with my wife. Please, Lord, take away this pain. She's in a lot of pain and hurting terribly. Please, Lord, just let her brain come to full and complete health. And uh, guide the doctors. And Lord, I pray to be with Kim Penix that she'll heal her. Uh, and uh, Lord, help her with this uh, issue she's dealing with her broken foot. And uh, Lord, I pray to be with Pat Morton's daughter. And I pray that she'll be with so many. He's offered up prayer requests and concerns on, at the church or on social media. Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I do hope everybody has a great day today. Hello, Terry Hudson. I just saw you tune in there. I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.